It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your podcast from. It is a Tuesday, it is April the 4th, which means the big day, the big announcement from the RBA is coming up. Also, on the way this morning, morning, we are talking about the luxury branded real estate in Dubai, which has hit an all-time high. And for those who are not sure of what branded luxury real estate is, well, it's when a brand like, let's say, an Aston Martin links itself to a luxury property development. Now, the developers will pay for the brand and therefore all of the perceived goodwill, if you like, for what that brand stands for. But it doesn't end there. For example, the developer working with a luxury brand like an Aston Martin can theme out an apartment. For example, use the colours and the logo of the brand. So if you want to have Aston Martin plated kitchen drawer handles, you can. Or if you wanted to go to sleep in your themed out Aston Martin bed, also you can have that. Now, some people will say this is bonkers, but Knight Frank's latest analysis reveals and tells us that 61% of off-plan apartment sales in Dubai during 2022 were linked to branded residential developments, indicating a deepening of the city's branded residential market. So the demand from international buyers and investors for luxury homes in Dubai is being satisfied by a number of new branded residential operators entering the market. So in just a moment, we are going to take you to Dubai and talk with Mario Volpe, who is one of the leading real estate experts for his thoughts about the branded market and why this has escalated so much in Dubai. Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. And right now, it's time for another 30-second property tip, and we go to Melbourne this time, back into Berwick. And Debbie, good morning. What have you got for us this morning? Okay, so I think at the moment for a seller's point of view, I think establish a relationship with some of your local agents, have some good dialogue around what you're looking for, what you're trying to purchase and being the issue at the moment that there isn't a lot of stock, that perhaps the agents can reach out to you and suggest properties that are getting ready for market that haven't come on as yet, but make suggestions to you so that you know what you can look forward to in the next few weeks or month. Then you've got time to do your due diligence and talk to your banker, your broker, and know what your chances are of purchasing any of those properties that haven't even hit the market as yet. 
Every morning from 6am across Australia, we deliver you the latest property news, commentary and predictions from Perth to Cairns and from Melbourne to Brisbane, seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast. And if you're celebrating your birthday today for this fourth day of April, I guess if you're a mortgage holder, you'll be holding out for the RBA to have a pause today. We'll find that answer a little later on today, but you are celebrating your birthday with Graham. Norton, the Irish television presenter. He is turning 60 today. David Blaine, the American magician, is turning 50. And Hugo Weaving, the Australian actor, he is turning 63 today. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's check on that all-important Tuesday weather. Sydney expecting some more showers today, a high of 23 degrees. In Melbourne, mostly fine with 25. Brisbane expect partly cloudy skies. Should be a mainly dry day with 29. And in Perth, little bit of cloud cover, but it should be mainly fine and dry with your temperature of 25. Five degrees. We're a lot more than just real estate. Available for breakfast from 6am. Then on the drive to work or in your ear at the gym. In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week. So we are looking at the luxury branded real estate market in Dubai, which has hit an all-time high. And joining us this morning is Mario Volpi, an expert in the area of real estate in Dubai. And good morning, Mario. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, everybody. Looking at the luxury property market in Dubai, it's expected to grow this year by 13.5%, which is the highest rate for prime real estate globally. And the holiday market, likewise, is expanding with investors coming into Dubai from South America and Eastern Europe. So, Mario, that figure of 13.5%, does that surprise you along with where people are coming from into Dubai? Nothing surprises me anymore in Dubai. You know, it's it's a city and an emirate that that really is is record breaking and pushes the envelope for all sorts of records and and surprises. So no, it, first of all, it doesn't surprise me. In terms of the the people that are coming, I would definitely agree with the Eastern European uh, side of things. We have not seen necessarily many buyers from South America, Europe for sure, Switzerland, Germany and sort of the, the, the central areas, uh, people are definitely wanting to come and invest because of, let's call it a turmoil in Europe, you know, high inflation, the threat of recession, obviously it's winter, it's cold. Who wouldn't want to come and live in a nice, uh, lovely, warm country that's safe and is bringing in these great returns? So developers are building very, very luxury properties at the moment, which really is attracting not just investors, but end users and people who actually want to buy properties to live in or indeed, as you touched upon, uh, the the holiday home market. This is another industry uh, or a shoot off of our rental industry that, that really is doing very, very well at the moment. Yes, and we have talked about the brands, and it's almost like people are being seduced, you know, with the with the brands, particularly with the the second home transaction. Because you know, if you've got plenty of money and you want to sort of brag, I guess it's not bad having a a brand to say, well, you know, my second home is with such and such a brand. 
No, absolutely. And a lot of developers are doing that. They are they are linking in with, you know, watchmakers, with fashion houses, with car manufacturers. I mean, the list goes on and on. It, and it's working. People associate, obviously, luxury with these brands. And it really helps to sell to sell the inventory, especially, dare I say, when perhaps the developer is is known for sort of mid range. I'm not necessarily going to say lower end, but if they are at, at that table, adding a brand, for example, like Aston Martin to the brand or Jacob & Co, etc., who are luxury items, really elevates the product. So they say location, 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 which is, which is true, obviously, the world over. When you add this extra dimension, people do, yes, feel as though they're getting something special. You know, it's interesting because those conversations around the board table, when they decide to go with the brand, I mean, it's very big, it's very bold, it's a lot of money that they're committing. And it's a a little bit of a punt, although you wouldn't think so, so long as they get all their numbers right. Yes, it's going to cost a lot of money up front for that brand, but... It's the waterfall effect that follows once you've made that initial commitment to a brand. Yeah, it is. And and I think they do think very carefully about who they link up with. It starts, I think, at the beginning with with who you know, who's in your your black book, as it were. Um, I mean, one particular company that's that's linked in with uh, with Jacob and Co. I know that the you know the family of the developing family uh, and this this gentleman, the owner of Jacob Co. They're friends, so it starts off a little bit like that and and aligning themselves together pushes both companies forward perhaps in certain circumstances one a little bit more than the other but there's others like I mentioned Aston Martin I mean who who wouldn't want to drive an Aston Martin car so what James Bond does obviously so there you go and when you align interior designs you don't actually get a car or anything when you buy an apartment but the interiors are styled towards these kind of brands you know people then just gravitate to it. I don't think it's necessarily something that that happens or is replicated the world over, but it seems to work in Dubai, maybe because we have a diversification of of nationalities and therefore it only takes a, a few from each nationality to come together and then you know the building is is sold out. But it works here, not necessarily everywhere else. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because if you buy into an Aston Martin development and you like Mercedes, you can't exactly park the Mercedes in the garage, can you? (laughs) Of course you can, because no doubt it's a Mercedes Maybach or something, you know, not just an ordinary Mercedes. Yeah, very interesting. But I think you're right when you say that it works in Dubai. I mean, Dubai is such a a one-off when it comes to luxury anything and especially property. Yeah, I mean, originally it's uh, it was known as the city of gold, uh, and I think that originally uh, attracted the, the the traders in years gone by. And of course, you know, if you're talking precious metals, then then you can talk jewelry, and it just it's it's a blinging city. It's uh, it's it's a it's a diamond. It really is, and it and it gives great returns. That's the other thing. You know, people come here to live for the lifestyle, but as an investor, especially if you're buying, as we we touched upon before, holiday homes or second homes. Second homes, obviously, you 
enjoy yourself. But if you're buying a property literally to rent it out uh, on Airbnb or, or, or any other sort of short-term platform, the returns are phenomenal. phenomenal. I mean, that you're getting double-digit returns there. You're not able to get those literally anywhere else without the risk of, of failure. You know, high returns also come with high risk. But at the moment in Dubai, factors are into play that to try and keep hold of a steady increase rather than a boom and bust type of marketplace. I think any investor should really look at this carefully and consider Dubai as a as a, either a second home or a, or a holiday home investment for sure. Well, Mario, you have not only whet the appetite for those Australian investors to look at those numbers and the growth of the luxury Dubai market, but probably just as important, you've provided uh, some great insights into a look into the expanding branded developments taking place. And thanks so much for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. It's a pleasure. Thank you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.